seen most everything And if Jade was a people I'd be the king So cold to what a brand new day could bring So icy cold to all the wonder What's up everybody? It's Austin with the Keeping It Real podcast. Hope everybody's doing good and had a great week. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Communication is an essential in our daily lives. If you were to wake up and go all day without speaking to a single soul, how miserable would that be? Or say, what if your closest friend or kids or spouse, what if you never spoke with them or only said a few things to them every now and then? What if you never took the time to listen to them and let them talk to you and communicate with you about the things that matter to them? On the Huffington Post, or should I say HuffPost.com, an article was written on 11-20-2013 called Poor Communication is the Number One Reason Couples Split Up. It says, Lifestyle website YourTango.com polled 100 mental health professionals and found that communication problems was cited as the most common factor that leads to divorce, 65%, followed by couples' inability to resolve conflicts, 43%. Now, it's going to be a weird segue here, but let's flip the narrative. I want to open your mind a bit today and have you thinking about prayer. Is our communication or prayer life with God the same way? Is it that communication is so essential with God, our prayer life is so essential that a lot of times if just like reading and and studying his word is prayer one of those things that is a leading factor in a divorce in our relationship with God? Do we communicate with God effectively and often? There are many, many scriptures that talk about praying and stories of people who prayed and great things happened. The Bible has many scriptures on prayer. Let me give you a few. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 18 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 2 Chronicles 7.14, this is a very popular scripture. If my people who are called by by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Ephesians 6.18, this is the New Living Translation. says, Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. But are we really serious about prayer and understanding what these scriptures are saying? I'm not talking about do you pray over your food and pray when something's wrong or when you just happen to think about it and felt guilty about it. But do you make an appointment each and every day to stop and take time to pray? What about the verse, pray without ceasing? What does that mean? Exactly what you think it means. Always being in a mind of prayer. That doesn't mean that you sit in a corner alone all day and pray and that's all you do. No, that means on the way to work, while working alone, while exercising, while doing school, while doing your 
your hobbies, whatever you're doing, just being in a mind where you can just talk to God and converse with Him about anything. God, thank you for waking me up today. God, touch my friend who I just spoke with about this problem they're facing. God, help me be an example as I start this new job. God, show me what to do in this situation. You get the idea of what I'm saying. It's no different than talking to a loved one. Jesus actually taught us how to pray. And this is kind of another area of prayer that sometimes we're we're bad about. And, And I'm speaking of me. Jesus taught us how to pray in Matthew 6, 5 through 13. It says, And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they may may be seen by men assuredly i say to you they have their reward but you when you pray go into your room and when you have shut your door pray to your father who is in, in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly and when you pray do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do for they think that they will be heard for their men for their many words therefore Do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. A lot of people can quote the Lord's Prayer, but how many people understand what he was teaching here? He was teaching us a model of prayer, and it's interesting because it goes against how most of us actually pray, as I just recently, as I'm reiterating what I just recently said. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The very first thing he prayed was not for his needs, was not for his list, so to speak, but thanking God and praying for his will and seeking after what God wants first. How many times do we come to God in prayer and start off with our needs and wants and desires and forget first thanking him and asking him that his will be done? Don't misunderstand. God does want us to pray about our needs and bring them to him. It's right there in the latter half of the Lord's Prayer. He desires you to bring your needs and requests to Him. But what I'm saying is, let's not let that be all we communicate with Him about. Furthermore, how many times do we stop and listen to what God has to say? This is something This is something we all struggle with. You know, as crazy as it may sound to some, if you would stop and listen... If we would stop and listen when we pray, we might just very well receive and hear something from God that will change our lives forever. Philosopher and theologian Soren Kierkegaard stated that the function of prayer is not to influence God, but rather to change the nature of the one who prays. Going back to the beginning, prayer is a means of communication with God that promotes healthy growth in God, growth within ourselves. It touches the heart of God and is one of the foundational aspects of our Christian walk. How serious do we take prayer? How many times do we say to people, I'm praying for you, or I'll be praying about that. 
and forget all about it and don't even bring it before God. How many times do we pray for those who are lost and struggling in our families and, and pray for our circle of friends and even those who aren't? Random people. People we see struggling. Let me give you a more in-depth understanding of, of what I'm saying here. In 1 Timothy 2, verse 1 through 4, it says, Therefore I exhort first all of therefore I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For those three words, supplications, prayers, and intercessions, in this passage, if you look in the Strong's Exhaustive Concordance, in the Greek, the Greek word used here for those three words is entuxis. That's E-N-T-E-U-X-I-S, entuxis which it says primarily denotes a lighting upon, a meeting with, then a conversation, and hence a petition. It is a technical term for approaching a king, and so for boldly approaching God in intimate intercession and prayer, seeking the presence and hearing of God on behalf of others. James 5.13.18 says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Our prayers, you just read it right there. It said, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much. I think in the NLT, it says has great power and produces wonderful results. Our prayers, if we're living the best we can for God, our prayers have amazing, amazing results. And this is one of the things we shouldn't take lightly, is, is praying and praying for people. Into euxus in the Greek boldly approaching God in intimate intercession and prayer, seeking the presence and hearing of God on behalf of others. And this study is not to beat us up, but to hopefully pull back the curtain on our prayer lives so we can reveal our prayer lives and really build a life of prayer. How's your prayer life looking? What do you talk about when you pray with God? Is it just a list and wants and needs, and then you go about your day and forget about it? Or do you pray and seek God's will? Do you stop and thank Him? Do you pray without ceasing, trying to stay in a mind of prayer? And it's hard. But let's 
pull back that curtain today and build on what we've learned. God wants you to talk to Him. He wants to hear from you. God isn't a friend you call up every now and then when you see something they did on Facebook. No, God is a loving Father who wants to talk to you every day. He wants to know how your day is going. If you need any help, He wants to speak with you. He wants to encourage you. He wants you to come to Him and ask, Hey, what are you doing today? What are you thinking? What's your will today? What do you want to do today? See, prayer is a two-way communication. God has things to say as well. So let's listen to Him. God, thank you for opening up our minds to prayer and the deep, deeper understanding of prayer. Help us, God, to not just pray about our side, but help us to stop and listen to when you pray or when you speak. Help us, God, to allow that two-way communication. Help us, Lord, to seek your will. Help us to listen. Help us, Lord, to into Euxus. Help us to seek you for others, that others may come to know you, that others' lives may be touched, that others may be healed and set free. God, touch our prayer lives. Help us to pray without ceasing, always trying to be in a mind of prayer. Because God, I know that prayer is powerful. I've seen it in my own life. God, I pray that you would just touch us, Lord. Be with us. And God, I pray that you just touch our prayer lives today and our communication and help us and strengthen us just to make those changes in our lives. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And guys, I actually want to tell you a quick story that just came to mind. Prayer prayer is so powerful. I remember I was dealing with a really, really bad stomach issue. This has been last year. And and it was bad. I had to leave work. I I couldn't go into work the next day. I couldn't even get off the the recliner. It was bad. And it bothered me so bad, and it continued to bother me. And one of those nights, I laid down in my bed, and I was just struggling. And my dad coming to my room, and, you know, my mom, they were like, you know, hey, you all right? You know, it's checking on me. Well, my dad, he went and got a prayer cloth. He went and got a cloth. He held on to it. They did this in the Bible He prayed over me with that prayer cloth in his hand. And he said, here, stick this under your pillow when you sleep at night. The next day I woke up, I was completely better. And the thing was, it wasn't that, you know, that isn't saying, you know, my, my dad this, or, or me this, or whoever. It was the fact that, just like I just read, the fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Prayer is powerful. And prayer produces great results if you let it. And, and it can produce the same results in your lives as well. 
So remember that. And let's work on our prayer life, Scott, guys, so we can just walk with authority, walk with anointing. Guys, have a great week. Be in a, be in a mind of prayer. And I just hope you have a great week.